Welcome to Conversations with the Authors. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Conversations with the Authors. I'm your host, Daniel. And I'm Daryl. And I'm Sandra. And today we're going to uh, dip back into the questioning. And if you're familiar with the show, you know that this is an unscripted show. So if you hear barking in the background, there's a brand new puppy who's learning how to create trained. And there's daddy's in the room, but he's going to be quiet. Uh, and uh, we're going to ask uh, my fellow uh, co-hosts and parents uh, some questions. If you don't mind. I don't mind. How about you? No. I feel uh, if you're new to this podcast and you've picked up the book or you've heard about it or what have you. This is kind of like a pop quiz. Right. We're going <laughs> to... Yes, Pop, it is. Uh, right? Uh, so um, what inspired you to write fantasy, and what drew you to the genre in particular? Well, you know, for me, you know, just as an author, I've always been kind of drawn to the limitless, limitless possibilities of fantasy. Mm-hmm. I love to create my own worlds and characters, and to explore the themes and ideas that might not be possible in other genres. You know, it gives you that kind of flexibility. You can really, you, know, you can use your imagination like a muscle. Fantasy allows me to, to really not just tap into my imagination, but into my reader's imagination too. So we build kind of a, 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 a kinship. You know, although I'm remotely out there somewhere mm-hmm. as the writer, and there, then there is somewhere else. Right. You know, we we can build that kind of relationship. Well, there's a way to have this this connectivity, I agree. This familiarity. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so how do you create uh, the fantastical world and the characters in your stories? What do you think? Well, you have to acknowledge what's around you. Hmm. Hmm. I look at every little accomplishment, every item around me mm-hmm. as a gift. You know, I was gonna I was gonna say something like that. You took the words right out of my mouth. I felt it going out. You know. And that mm-hmm. gift is the blessings that all of us take for granted every mm-hmm. day. And that's our magic. That's our daily magic. You know, and, I, and nobody know even even when People have temper tantrums, mm-hmm. and when people have the giggles, right. or you know, somebody just want to be quiet, right. that that that's that's magic. If you a, saw some, somebody can say a word, sometimes it'll just inspire things in me. Poppycock, poppycock, uh, right? Exactly. Let's see where yeah, that takes us. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll take us somewhere. I, I think so. You know, but sometimes we can we can look at just mythology and history. Mm. It's, it's you know, like oddly just things came in nature, from right? an odd thing I saw, mm-hmm. so it was an odd link. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anything that was odd became mm-hmm. an odd link. Right, right. Yeah, and I, as I said before, when you're making fantasy, you you kind of want to ground things. You ground it in reality, mm-hmm. but it's it's like a seed. You ground it in reality, right, right. but it's going to grow out and arborize into something fantastic, right? Oh, right? Isn't that a lovely yeah. word, arborize? Right? Arborize. Remember that, guys. Arborize. Okay. Word of the day, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And remember, that's exactly what the forest does. It arborizes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, how do you balance 
the need for internal consistency with the desire to create an imaginative and unique setting. You know, that's always a challenge. A lot of index cards. (laughs) 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 Photographs and drawings. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, but when when you're when you're writing fantasy you try to create rules and you want to be consistent with those rules. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if if your character can't kill, for instance, you know, you don't and You've shown that he has that moral, uh, interpretation. You know, in, yeah, to right. not to do that, then you don't want to suddenly just bring break about him. face. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Well, I just, I, you I know, sometimes say, you would. But even but, if the character does break their, sometimes that's a persona. That's a twist, right? I, I think okay. that that's still part of the that's still part of their rules. There's some machination within their mind within their build that will make them eventually turn mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um i mean it's like um lawrence of arabia right he's he's tortured his feet are caned you know and all of a sudden uh, it's not so much a punishment anymore you know i think there's something that perhaps was in his personality to begin with mm-hmm. that lent itself to maybe enjoying what's happening so you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and 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 you you depend on on your on your editors and beta readers and people mm-hmm. like that. People that get the book before everybody else does. Right. You know, so like you, yeah, you yes. got the book before everybody I else, and let you I read did. and do some editing and let other people, uh, your intimate, take a take a look at it and see what right. they think too. Yeah, and it's good. That's a good way to field mm-hmm. you know plot holes and, and and things. I think yeah, it is. It is. Um, so, what challenges have you faced in? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me let me go back. Let me go on. Um, what What do you think sets your work apart from other fantasy authors? And what do you hope readers will take away from your stories? The biggest thing that sets us apart is that we're a couple. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and and being a couple like that, we can we can bounce ideas off one another. And get that character development, you know, that emotional development, because uh, we'll agree whether or not this character is going to feel this way, act this way, and how much uh, of that way he's going to behave. So, and after being married for forty-four years, we find out we have found out what the sentence is where you drop this and mm-hmm. predicate yeah. that and subtract this and exclaim you know, this. Wouldn't you agree that you you, you have to kind of uh, be connected to your characters to mm-hmm. br- really bring them to life? You got to be connected to them. I think that I think in overall, I think you end up have being con- if it's a good story and you truly believe in the story you're telling. Mm-hmm. I think that you connect with all of your characters, both good and bad. Right. Because I think inevitably there has to be some essence. Of you within that character, either uh, in in terms of a, a protagonist, the good guy, uh, things that you you hold close and you sort of respect and you want to impart onto others. Mm-hmm. But then, when you're thinking of the antagonist, you know the bad guy, right? The, the evil, right, right. I think we impart 
we connect yeah. things about us that we fear or that we, uh, you know, want to steer away from or we want to warn you know, others. You know, writing from, you know. a bad character is, is kind of cathartic. Yeah. You know, because uh, you, know, yeah. you have all this stuff in you right. that, yeah. you, that you hold back. In real life. Yeah, yeah. And in the bad character in your story, you can really cut it loose. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, it's that, that <laughs> moment where you think, if I just, you know, if only I had mm-hmm. that one time, mm-hmm. if I only had that guy right in front of me, I could really, and I think you're right. I think that, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, I felt that idea happen just mm-hmm. now. I think that's. <laughs> right. So you're right. always there for right. me. Right. Um, <laughs> I, th- I, I think that's where that happens. So. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to the importance of world building and creating uh, immersive settings in a fantasy genre? Well, world building is essential in fantasy. Mm-hmm. You gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're building a place that's different mm-hmm. than you experience every day. So it helps you create a, a I guess, a sense of immersion and believability, mm-hmm. continuity. You, you, right. Continuity. You gotta have that. Uh, you know, I, I think we, we shot a commercial, I think, some time ago, and all oh, of our yes. pictures were laying Yes, out. yes. You know, one of the things you want to do that can inspire you and help you, mm-hmm. and you might later use in the book, too, because some books have little illustrations. There are maps mm-hmm. and, and uh, detailed maps of your worlds and uh, directions um, show... Uh, show the cultures yes, of yes, the world. Yes. That was nowhere mm-hmm. near all the photos. No, 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 no. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't. So, and oh, yeah, sometimes we like had those things just lying thousand. around, right. so we could look at them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, and they were they, they were inspirational. Uh, the commercial that was shot, there were uh, a few uh, concept drawings from how Nicholas became Santa Claus on the coffee table, sort of spread out, you know, to sort of illustrate uh, the work that goes into uh, creating a highly rated fantasy novel. Such as uh, how Nicholas became Santa Claus, yeah. and mm-hmm. when uh, you really—and I've seen the file, ladies and gentlemen—if you look at it, I mean, it, it there are reams of ideas. The the it arborizes. Right, ha ha! I did it. Into this this enormous mm-hmm. tree of mm-hmm. ideas and concepts that branches mm-hmm. off not only uh-huh. into, ladies and gentlemen main stories but uh co- peripheral i feel like yeah. jeff goldblum oh peripheral <laughs> stories oh, <laughs> right okay um uh, yeah <laughs> yeah well you know when it, and, it and, brings and, it all the way down to to they spring from the roots yes of, yes. of that tree too and speaking of roots i have a five two three and four filled up terabyte drives of research. Yes. Right? Yes. So. And of those, the five, the two, and the three are photos. I will take the Cliff's Note version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cheat off of him. <laughs> How do you approach crafting complex and multiple dimensional characters? Within this fantasy setting, this fantastic. You know, if you're going to make characters, you've got to make them uh, not only have uh, their attributes, but mm-hmm. they have to have their flaws too, as well. Mm-hmm. And you have to know what they're supposed to do in the story, and whether the story will benefit or have a a, a draw 
from it. You know, in, in, in some stories, you know, you have a lot of archetypes. You know, somebody's all good, somebody's all bad, and somebody's uh, all evil, you know. But you your characters may, you may want your characters to be complex, mm -hmm. too. And they have a little bit of all, you know. And uh, uh, obviously, they're going to emphasize uh, that which makes them them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, also remember that your characters are going to be shaped by the world they're in. Yes. You know, an, an interesting thing. Some when you writers, when you out when you are writing, sometimes you'll find that the story writes itself. Yes. yes. You know, because you can't go anywhere else but where that story leads you right. to you know to a logical conclusion. So oh, absolutely. That mm -hmm. makes it easy. Yeah. You, you got to do this, right? Uh, That's right. I, I talked earlier in the uh, podcast series about a style of writing called uh, free verse. Uh, this is where you sort of hit the ground and you just write. Mm -hmm. And uh, to sort of piggyback off what you're saying, the story writing itself, uh, to understand that this is, in fact, a living world. There are people. There are philosophies. There are... Uh, magic characters mm -hmm. there are there's good and bad and there's neutral and all of that affects everything and i think that's what writers have to sort of keep in mind is that everything is in connection with everything else right right mm -hmm. and you have to realize as a writer mm -hmm. even when you're not intended mm -hmm. on getting to a certain mm -hmm. point Sometimes A to B has to go through G, D, F, A. Right. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, your GPS Plays is recalculating. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's just like uh, uh, bringing some character to an end yeah. that you really wanted to take to the, to the end of the story, but you brought him to an abrupt end. Right. You know, he got killed, he got excommunicated, he got... You got banned, something happened, and you really didn't mean for it to go that way, but the story led you in that direction, mm -hmm. and it was the most logical thing to do at the time. For example, we have a chapter in the book, which <laughs> I I took out of the book, thought I had taken completely out of the book, and your dad I, took yeah. it out of the book, mm -hmm. and we got four chapters down, and... There it was, there back it was. in the book. Yeah, but we, we did something. I'm not going to say because I don't want to give anything away, but we did something fantastic with it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was fortuitous that we were able to have that there. And it was and just, a, it, first, it, it wrote itself because it came right at the point it was like, when yeah, we had a crisis. writer's block yeah. said, now what do I do? Yeah. I'm, well, you know, but it, we were able to transform that, uh, what some people might consider a mistake. We saw a mistake, and we changed it into an asset. Yes, and yes. you can't even tell. And it was wonderful. It really worked. It was fortuitous. I can't, folks. I can't tell you what it was because you got to get the book yes, to find out, right? Please do. Uh -huh. But and you won't tell. It's, you just say this is marvelous. Yeah, worked out really well. You're gonna. You're going to get to it. You're going to say, oh, i got to read this again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So sometimes sometimes fortunate things happen. Mm -hmm. and, and how do, uh, I wonder, um, 
And we talk about inspiration and the things that sort of get you writing. We've talked about other writers. Mm. How do you find you inspire each other? And perhaps what was the most... <laughs> Bless you, Airwick. Bless you. Yeah, I think it's... Oh. Somebody give it a tissue. Uh-huh. Man, I think it needs the... <laughs> and what, and what, what, what was um, Gesundheit. What was, <laughs> what was the most surprising way that you inspired each other in, in either writing Nicholas or in writing one of your other sci-fi fantasy stories? How did we inspire one another? Well, you know, it's. I think we sp- inspire one another with uh, with the words that we choose, mm-hmm. you know, and the ideas that we come up with. Because we're sitting, we're actually literally sometimes sitting right next to one another, mm-hmm. you know, and we're passing mm-hmm. this, this these papers back and forth, you know, and uh, sometimes we look at, at something and say, you know, I think this should be here, this should go there, and then she'll tell me, no, that should go there, and this should go here. And uh, then we compromise, and we come up with something in between. And, and then uh, we get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's happening. And go, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Get the that's computer. You know, inspiration has, it doesn't have a clock, mm-hmm. and it'll come at any time. So sometimes you just, you'll wake up in the middle of the night to do whatever you do, but make sure you have your pencil yes, and paper there. So you can, speaking so you can write of that down. waking up in the middle of the night. Are you advocates? I mean, it sounds like you are. Are you advocates of dream journaling? Dream journaling. You know, some people write their whole novel off of a dream. Uh-huh. You know, and others dream while they're awake. Yes. You know, and <laughs> they do. Pills. Yeah, kind of daydream, Pills. I guess. Yeah. You know, okay. not hallucinate. We're, oh, okay. we're not talking okay. about okay. that. Okay. You know, that's something say, totally this. different. But uh, uh, I... I think dream journaling is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes you wake up and you can't remember all yeah. your dreams. You just remember a little part. But sometimes that part is like a key yeah. to something else. And it opens up that box and then you really come up with an idea. Yeah, I think as a, as a or screenwriter. Or you're like me and you mm-hmm. can't remember anything and you have lists of everything. And then you have lists of lists and boxes of lists yeah. that tell you where the other lists are. Uh-huh. And then you finally get back to the list that tells you. When you get them all organized, what the story was? The lists—it's like a, it's like listception. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, lastly, mm-hmm. uh, what advice? Oh, oh, you know, what advice would you uh, give aspiring writers uh, looking to break into the uh, fantasy genre? Just write, just write. Have a lot of pencils. Have a lot of pencils. Just write and enjoy what you do. Uh, and if you enjoy what you do, it's going to be good. Okay. And, and talk to others and get those beta readers going too, you know, and let them read it too. And don't be sensitive. You can't be sensitive because if you, if somebody says, well, I don't like that. Or can you change it to this? Well, I don't like that. You know, so whatever they may say can be helpful. Just ap- appreciate uh, the constructive criticism and continue on, you know. Yeah, you know, I know I said lastly, but this one's going to be lastly because, well, maybe it will be. You know, my mind is just going. And I, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking, because we were just talking a moment ago about, you know, good and evil and, you know. Uh, but uh, I, I got to wonder, uh, what roles uh, do themes of good and evil, for, you know, versus evil and destiny and fate, you know, how, what do they play in your writing? Well, you know what? 
it's con it's part of the conflict, right? Evil drives, good buffers, and together they make a cake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you can't have the yin without the yang, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And so it helps to make your work stand out, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I think our work stands out mm -hmm. because we, we pay that attention to detail. And I think any good writer will want to uh, pay great and acute attention to detail and world building. And the emphasis on characters. And there, too, you get back to... Develop an emotional depth. The unexpectedness of life. Right. You don't want uh, a too shallow uh, character. Right. You want them as deep as you can get them. I mean peripheral characters and the butler coming in saying he's out the door sir you know is one thing but the main character you want to have some depth you want to care about the character right, right right you know the character may live the character may die but it's because you care about it that it makes it important that's why you'll find that when your father and i write it's always a montage yes 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 yeah because it's better to have an emotional soup than to have coffee that you can see through right what, what would jeff goldblum say about that uh, oh i can't <laughs> wait to read it uh, <laughs> and if you can't wait to read it ladies and gentlemen uh you can pick up the book at uh troopbooks.com uh you can check out the TikTok, the instagram and the facebook at troopbooks uh, so i'd like to thank all of you for listening i'd like to thank our composer alexander nakarada for listening and i hope uh, to catch you next time on conversations with the authors <laughs> <laughs>